once again to the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, where you learn things through fun, digestible nuggets of minutiae, information, and lists. And it tastes real good, too. I am your host, Davo, with my compatriots, Neil. Hello. And Kels. Good evening. You know, it's it's funny how you can just start talking yeah. Sometimes, and you say different things every time you just start talking, and but you're sort of saying the same thing, and none of it really makes a ton of sense, but it's always entertaining. I'm more of a gist kind of person yeah. than anything else. Trying to get the idea out yeah. there. Yeah, I'm trying to convey ideas, you know, trying to, trying to throw something out there and see what people feel. I want to make people feel things. <laughs> Be careful with that. <laughs> you could get in trouble. Yeah. Depending on what you make them feel. Well, I'm excited about this week. We've got a we've got a, a fresh host. We've got we got Neil reading us some questions. Is that correct? That's true. I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready. What do you got? Well, as we do every week, I've got a theme and I've got six categories with four questions each, all related to that theme. Today's theme was suggested by a listener, uh, a friend of mine named Jeff who thought it would be cool to do, since we're kind of doing a game show sort of thing here, he thought it would be fun to have a game show show. How so meta. All, <laughs> all questions today are about game shows. I love game shows. All right. I Shout out. Mostly TV, but there's, a little, there's some mix in here. There's a few, a few oddballs. So... Uh, I can't tell you how I'm excited by it. I just, uh, oh, you, you can so barely say the words. <laughs> I'm so happy. I, I kind of feel like you might not be telling the truth completely. No, I love game shows. Oh, do you? I love them. Okay. Uh, well, well, this doesn't bode well for me. Shout out to Jeff, though. I like, I, like thanks, the, Jeff. I like the category. I'm happy about this one, too. First category is history. The first commercial television game show was an adaptation of a popular radio show and it only aired one time in New York in 1941 as an experiment. But then it was revived on TV in 1950 and aired for the next 24 years, mostly hosted by Bob Barker. What game show is it? I'm locked in. I'm not really sure, but I'm locked in with an answer. Devo? Well, this is an interesting one because if, I were, if this is correct, there is a town in New Mexico named this. Oh my gosh. Truth or consequences? Okay, Kels? Quiz show. The correct answer is truth or consequences. Love game shows. And Dave was right. The town in New Mexico was named after the show. The show did different kinds of, it was kind of a, not really a prank show, but uh, people had to do tasks and things and I forget the exact story, but Town of uh, Truth or Consequences was... I should have written this down. This would have been a good nugget. It would have. But it, 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 it was named... There's some, some town in New Mexico that volunteered to change their name for the show. And they haven't changed it back. That's where Cactus Jack is from. Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. I've, consequences. I've actually driven by there a couple times. In what year was the first Emmy for game shows awarded? Bonus if you can name any of the two, any of the shows nominated in that year. So basically, when was the Emmy for Outstanding Game Shows 
initiated. I'll give you a range there of uh, of uh, three years. Okay. So within three years, when was the first game show Emmy? Yeah. Awarded. Good question. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. Kels? I went with 1977. Okay. Halo? Oh, sorry. Oh, and I I just threw out. Oh, did I have to guess three? Only guess one. Yeah, just one. Uh, Will of Fortune. Okay. I went with, my logic was, I was thinking daytime Emmys. Mm -hmm. A lot of game shows take place during the day. Right. I went with 1981, and I threw out there The Price is Right. Okay. The Emmy's been given out since the first Daytime Emmys. Daytime Emmy started in 1974. Oh. So Kells was close, but not quite close enough. What was the range? You said three years, right? Oh, did I say three? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got it. Oh, my bad. Seven, Sorry. Seven. It was a squeaker. <laughs> yeah, it was. So that was the question. So it's 10 points for Kells. The bonus is if you can name any of the shows. Uh, the three shows that were nominated that year were Password, Hollywood Squares, and Jeopardy. Mm. Dagnabbit. Should have went well over live. Yeah, you were kind of in the wrong era there, Dave. Yeah. Question three. The movie Quiz Show tells the story of Charles Van Doren, who was involved in a game show fixing scandal that er- eroded the popularity of game shows and led to legislation to ensure their fairness. What was the name of the show featured in the movie? I'm locked in. I'm not feeling great, but I'm locked in. Did Robert Redford direct the movie? I believe so. Yes. And Ray Fiennes Ray was Fiennes in it. Was... He, was, he got nominated for an Oscar, I believe. Was that 94? I think so. It was a really good movie. I liked it a lot. And John Turturro was in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He played Herb Stemple. Wow. Yeah. I have no idea, and I am locked in. There you go. What with the $64 question? Okay. $64? Yeah, that was used to be called the $64 question. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I the, thought it was 64000 It never got... It used to... It was. I thought it was originally called the $64 question. Okay. And then later on, it became 64000 because who wants to win 64 bucks? Uh, somebody trying to buy a, an okay vacuum cleaner? Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I went with the uh, Brainiac Challenge. Okay. Correct answer? 21. Oh, doggone it. <laughs> Rassle frazzle. So I don't I don't know if it was really covered much in that movie, but there were several shows around the same time that had similar kind of scandals, including Dato, The Question, The Challenge, and Tic Tac Doe. You know they're bringing back the Joker's Wild with Snoop Dogg. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Question four: You Bet Your Life was a radio and television game show that made its TV debut in 1950. In a 1952 article in Television Magazine, the president of the company that did the filming claimed that it was the first TV show filmed in front of a studio audience and discussed some of the technical challenges involved, which is why it's historical. There's some people claim that I Love Lucy was the first uh, first show recorded in front of a studio audience. Mm-hmm. Um, this article, which was written in 1952, disputes that. 
but I also saw there was another show that claims to be the first one, so I'm not really sure. But your question is, who was the wisecracking host of You Bet Your Life? You Bet Your Life. Mm. What year was the show? It debuted in 1950. It ran for about 10 years, and it has been in syndication quite a bit. That's another claim to fame, is it was one of the first syndicated recorded shows. Really, basically took old old shows and syndicated them. I'm locked in. Okay. But I have two answers in my head. But I locked in with my first one, and we're going to go with it. Okay. Uh, I also have two answers in my head. I'm going to go with one. I'm locked in. Devo? Groucho Marx. Kels? I just went with Bob Eubanks. Okay. I just like saying Eubanks. So the quiz part of the show was very downplayed. It wasn't what the show was really about. <clears throat> it was really a vehicle for, for this guy who was towards the end of his career to have a show to showcase what he was good at, which was interviewing and ad-libbing and, and so on. And the gentleman's name was Groucho Marx. Yay! Well played. Thank you. What was the other name he had? Uh, Jack Benny. Hmm. There was an episode of the Jack Benny show where he went on You Bet Your Life for a show that was kind of modeled off of that one. But he did it hiding the fact that he was Jack Benny. But Groucho knew that it was Jack Benny. And so the final question on the quiz show was, Jack Benny always claims to be 39 years old. How, act how old is he actually? <laughs> and Jack Benny got the question wrong intentionally so that he wouldn't have to reveal his true age. <laughs> There's clips of, of You Bet Your Life on YouTube. I just, I think that stuff's funny. They're great. Yeah. They're really good. He had to, if you said the, the secret word, the duck would come down and earn an extra hundred dollars or yeah, something like why not? that. Say the secret word. <laughs> Never heard of that show. All right. You should check it out on YouTube. It's good. Oh, yeah. I will. At the end of round one, what do we have? Davo has 20. Kells has 10. All right. Category two. Before they were famous. <laughs> this is an episode about people who were on game shows in one capacity or another before they became famous. Uh, question one. What head-turning future game show personality appeared on a 1980 episode of The Price is Right? as a contestant. Can you say that again? What head-turning future game show personality appeared on a 1980 episode of Price is Right? I'm locked in. I am locked in as well. Kels? I went with Vanna White. Davo? I also went with Vanna White. Correct answer was a very young and attractive Vanna White. Did she stop aging after like 93? I don't know, but but when when she 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 was one of the very first contestants that came out. You know, when they open the show, they bring four people down. When Bob Barker walked out, he he walked over to her and said that they were watching her on the monitor, and she had a T-shirt on that uh, was a little little tight, and it said "Get Serious," and he said the 
somebody who was watching the monitor backstage said, get serious. And someone else said, oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so he made a point of saying that. Dude, so, she did not get up on the stage. He did not. She didn't get, she didn't she, answer a question, right? Well, she didn't guess the right price. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know. Uh, wow. She didn't wager properly. Yeah. Always go for $1. Always. <laughs> okay. What recent newlywed was once a briefcase girl on Deal or No Deal? Famously newlywed. Oh. No. No. Really? No way. Locked in. No. I'm going to lock in with this. That sounds so weird. I'm going to lock in with this. I can... Kel? And I put Meghan Markle. Devo? So did I. Meghan Markle. That was Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Meghan Markle. Holy crap. She was on for... Well, it must have been like the first season. I, yeah, I'm not sure. It was uh, 16 episodes or something like that she was on. That's crazy. But there, there are a lot of people... Well, there are a lot of briefcase girls. And uh, several of them have gone on, gone on to be notable in one way or another okay question three Sally Fields John Ritter and Arnold Schwarzenegger all appeared on this show where their goal was to impress members of the opposite sex oh my gosh I'm locked in me too. Locked in. Kel? I went with the dating game. Devo? I also went with the dating game. Correct answer is the dating game. We're reading over my shoulder, Kelvin. Yeah. It's it's really easy from this distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a darker note. Oh, boy. I know this. I know. I got a feeling. I, I know, know this. what this is, too. Uh, <laughs> this is really kind of awesome. Can I make this too obvious? But, but please. <laughs> Another notable person who appeared on The Dating Game was Rodney Alcala, who appeared in 1977. What was he convicted of in, 19, in, in 2010? Is this the actual question? Or That's is the this question, a, yeah. Okay. Oh, this is... The guy that appeared on the show was convicted of something in 2010. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. There you go. He was a serial killer. Kels? Man, I wrote that first and scratched it out. And you said, what was he convicted of? I, I put the crimes rape in the murder. I'll give you that. He was convicted of raping and murdering at least five women between the years of 1976 and 1979 he was on the show in 1977 so he was in the middle of his murder spree when he went on the dating show the woman who picked him <laughs> changed her mind at the last minute mm -hmm. decided he was a little bit too creepy and did not go out with him good call yeah was he the Hillside Strangler? No. He Who? was He was kind of associated with the Hillside Strangler. Right. Um, I don't know that they've ever caught the Hillside Strangler. Right. But I was looking at this guy's Wikipedia page. He's really interesting. He got convicted in like the late 70s. Uh, he had a record up until that point. Mm -hmm. He got convicted of the murder of a 12-year-old girl. That was overturned for a technicality. Retried. 
reconvicted. That was overturned on a technicality. And then it wasn't until 2010 that he was convicted for the third time for that murder. And at the same time, they added four additional murders because now they had some DNA evidence that tied him to three of to these other murders, including a murder that had previously been attributed to the Hillside Strangler. Ah, okay. That's where I was getting that. So did I get it right with the serial killer? Yeah. He, his name, his, his serial killer nickname was the Dating Game Killer. Wow. I saw that in the article on, on Cracked. And yeah. I was like, they, they, yeah. They said the girl's like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not. I, I can't deal with this guy. Okay. That was the end of round two. What are we looking at score-wise? That was a fantastic round for both of us. Davo has 60. Kells has 50. Okay, category three. What's the best game show? Best TV game show. Price is Right. Price is Right. I love the Price is Right. Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy. (sighs) Jeez, what's wrong with you? I'd stay home with my Nana watching Price is Right at (laughs) 10 o'clock in the morning. I loved it, too. Yeah. It was right before Young and the I mean, Rises. if your Nana liked it, there was something to it. It was but. my Nana. Yeah. Anyway, for the purposes of round three, the category is Jeopardy. Jeopardy is a fantastic game show. Nothing against it, but it's more nostalgia trip for me for Price is Right. <laughs> and Quality. as such, since it's a Jeopardy category, I'm going to give you the answer. <laughs> yes. you, need to give a, you need to give me the question. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. This Bill. is fantastic. <laughs> I'm excited. Question one. 34, not counting lifetime achievements. The answer is 34, not counting lifetime achievements. Mm -hmm. Now, if this were Jeopardy, would the category still be game shows? Or is this... No, the category would be uh, something different, probably. But I feel like if I told you that, it would be too obvious. Dave, are you locked in? Not yet. Still writing. Still writing? Yes. <laughs> I can, I can, it, it's a little... Knowing what the answer is, it's really obvious, but... It's always obvious when you can read the answer. You know? That doesn't help us in the least. I, I could give you what a category might be if, if it would help. No. I'm locked in. Okay. I'm locked in. Okay. Dave L? I put what is the number of Emmys for Jeopardy? Okay. I went with what is daytime Emmys won? The correct answer is what is the number of daytime Emmys won by Jeopardy? Not counting lifetime achievements. Wow. The producer and Alex Trebek have both won lifetime achievement Emmys. Ah. Specifically daytime Emmys, but that doesn't really matter. Question two, in Jeopardy, the answer is, think, exclamation mark. I don't feel good, but I'm locked in. Do you need some Tums? <laughs> After that question, yes. I'm locked in. Devo? Uh, what is the gimmick for Jeopardy, since I, you answer in a question? I, I felt terrible. <laughs> Just, okay. uh, No. Go ahead, Kels. Uh, I'll put, what is the text seen on Watson? Nope. Both wrong. That is the name of the Final Jeopardy song. 
I didn't. The exclamation oh. point is the name of the Final Jeopardy song. Think. think. Exclamation mark. Is, is think. The song. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know the exclamation. The I, I took you very literally and was thinking about punctuation. Oh. oh, I wasn't saying think exclamation mark. Uh, no. I was saying the name of the, the answer is think, think with an exclamation mark at the end. <laughs> which was which is a clue because you know the official name of Jeopardy is Jeopardy exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. Spelling it without the exclamation mark is actually spelling it incorrectly and illegal in Arkansas. Right. I uh, the nice inside joke there. <laughs> I uh, I took you so literally and completely mis- misconstrued that. That's why it's important to really really use your mind and work on the question. So you mean think exclamation mark. <laughs> Can we just have the next question, please? Well, actually, there's there's a nugget or two in there. Oh, let's nugget away. Who do you think wrote that song? Jan Hammer. Because <laughs> it's so good, only a man of Jan Hammer's stature would have written it. Someone bigger I, than I Jan was thinking Hammer. either John Williams or a Jan Zimmer. <laughs> Jerry Goldsmith. No, think think about Jeopardy. Uh, Merv Griffin. Merv Griffin. Merv Griffin wrote that. Oh my and goodness. He has estimated that in royalties, he has made seventy million dollars off of that song. Because every time you hear that in a TV show or a movie, he gets paid. He gets paid. And I ate bologna last week. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. I ate bologna. I ate bologna humming that song last week. <laughs> You owe Merv a couple bucks. I I guess I have to now. Yeah. (laughs) Three fifty. Wow. Yeah, sorry about that one. I thought. Nah, that was that was a good one. That was a great question. I just, I I just dove too deeply. (laughs) It might have been easier if you'd if you'd actually been able to see the question. See what happens when you put baby in a corner. (laughs) Well, I couldn't see it either. Kelvin, don't bring that up. Well, you got it wrong also. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Question three in Jeopardy. $77,000 out of a theoretical 566,400. I'm locked in. Me too. Kels? I went with uh, what is the highest point total achieved on one show? Devo? I went with what is the amount of a true daily double? Because I was lost. My, I was still flummoxed about things. <laughs> the correct answer is, or sorry, the correct question is, what is the largest single day winning amount? $77,000. So, points to Kells. By a guy named Roger Craig. Not the running back for the 49ers in the 80s? Might have been. Um, I, think, I think it was more recent. I mean, I don't know. Probably not. Well, Roger Craig took a lot of shots to the head, so... It'd be more impressive if it was that Roger Craig. Yeah. So yeah, mathematically, the most you could possibly win would be five hundred and sixty-six thousand four hundred dollars in Jeopardy, if you got every question right, and if all three of the daily double or all but both of the daily doubles were. Um, no, it's three. Yeah, there's it's, one in the first round, two in the second, second round, yep. and if they were all the lowest point value, and you got those at the end of the round. So those are the last questions picked, which is almost impossible. Right. Yes. Anybody could possibly do that. <laughs> and, you know, in however many seasons they've had, the highest total is 77,000 in a single day. Question four. 
that you're either going to like this one if you know it, or if you don't like it, you're going to hate me. Okay. There's two, there's three questions, three, three questions that I'll accept mm -hmm. as correct for this one. You can come at it from a couple of different ways. Uh, the answer is Archibald Leach, Bernard Schwartz, and Lucille Lesueur. Who's a Jigawa? <laughs> Archibald Leach, Bernard Schwartz, and Lucille Lesueur. I'm locked in. How confident are you? Not very, now that I say it locked in. <laughs> but that happens a lot. I'm locked in with zero confidence. Kels? I went with who were the first three Jeopardy contestants. Okay. Devo? God, that's such a good answer. <laughs> that is so good. I went with who are the uh, grand champions. Mm. Yeah, you guys are probably going to hate me. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch a television show called Cheers? Yes. Yeah. Do you know Cliff Clavin went on Jeopardy one time? Yes. In every category, he he nailed. There were questions like U.S. Mail and <laughs> Boston Baseball, and I forget what they were. But he was mathematically unable to lose before the final question. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. um, he bet way too much, and his final Jeopardy question was... Archibald Leach, Bernard Schwartz, and Lucille Lesueur. The answer that they were looking at, looking for on Jeopardy was, what are the real names of Cary Grant, Tony Curtis, and Joan Crawford? And he answered, who are three people who have been in my kitchen? His answer was, who are three people who have never been in my kitchen? Which is another question I would have accepted. I also would have accepted what was Cliff Clavin's final Jeopardy answer. Ah... Uh. So those are the three. three oh, that is so funny. That is a lovely question. <laughs> I, actually, I was a little surprised that you guys didn't know Archibald Leach and Cary Grant. Uh, nah. Okay. You being movie buffs, I thought maybe that would be a thing, and that would give. I thought ho I was hoping that would kind of clue you in on, on what it was, but. I watched Cheers as a small child, and so it's very little I remember about it. But. Maybe, I guess it was before your time. Uh, Devo doesn't really have that excuse. <laughs> nope, I just flat out got it wrong. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that episode? I or? very well, because he looked so pained. <laughs> <laughs> he he could have won so easily. He was um, arguing vehemently. Yeah. But they haven't been in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> well, after our Jeopardy round, what are our scores? Have they changed much? Uh, they have changed a bit. They've tightened. We are all tied up mm. at 70. Okay. Uh, so this is uh, round four? Correct. Amundo. There's a lot of real game shows that were really fun. There's some um, fictional game shows, most of which don't really sound as much fun. Right. Question one in fictional game shows. The Long Walk and The Running Man are two novels about fictional game shows written by Richard Bachman. What is Richard Bachman's real name? Locked in. Wow, that's frightening. You familiar with The Running Man? It was made into a movie. Yeah, I saw the movie and did the dance a few times, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that I really want to see. Oh, that's fantastic. But um, as far as Richard Bachman, that I'm drawing a blank. 
I'm just gonna write something. Dave was pretty fast on this one. I'm yeah, guessing he knows it. He's quick trigger. Um, I'm locked in. Dave? Stephen King. Stephen King. Else? <laughs> down John Smith. Correct answer is Stephen King. The story is he, he wrote a series. You, you're not much of a horror or Stephen King fan? Yeah, yeah. Are you Oh, uh, uh, I mean, mostly film he, adaptation. He wrote a whole series of books uh, as Richard Bachman. The story I, I heard was that uh, his publisher told him that, or his agent, somebody told him that if you publish too many books in a year, your popularity will decrease. Mm. Sounds kind of BSy to me. If they're good books, they're good books. Um, but anyway, so he wanted to keep publishing, so he invented Richard Bachman. Uh, nowadays, I, I don't think they even pretend anymore. I think if it if it does say Richard Bachman, it also says Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King or something like that. He released a couple more as Richard Bachman in the late 90s. Yeah, and he did some of the interesting things where he kind of took the same basic scenario and wrote different books. Mm-hmm. One is Stephen King and one is Richard Bachman. There's a series of those. Yeah. My wife would remember the names of them, but I can't recall off the top of my head. But big Stephen King fan in general. Long Walk is still quite affecting. I still, after yeah. I, I still think about it, it's kind of terrifying. It's been optioned for a movie, but so far it hasn't been made. It's into never a movie. been made. That'd be a fantastic movie if it were ninety minutes. You know, it's a short and sweet movie yeah. that that just got right to the point. It'd be amazing. They stretch it into three. It'd yeah, be the Long Walk Two. <laughs> wow, that would be really boring. It would be a lot yeah. of walking. It'd be the hobby. Nine hours of people walking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question two, fictional game shows. The Hunger Games is about an annual competition to punish the losers of an uprising that happened many years earlier. Which anniversary of the games were held in the first book or movie? Oh. Bollocks. <laughs> what anniversary was that? I'm just going to have to throw a number out there. I do not know. No, that doesn't seem... I'm, I'm locked in, and I don't think I'm right, but I'm going to go with it. I'm locked in, too. Devo? 20th. Cal? Going with 8th. It's the 74th. Oh. Wow. Uh, really understand. We're not all... You can tell who's into that young adult fiction. In here. <laughs> the It was kind of a big deal. The second one was the 75th anniversary, so that's when they published it. They had the great big special... Uh, season where they had all the living uh, winners, the past winners. Yeah, you know. I vaguely remember that now. So that was that was episode twenty five or seventy five. <laughs> okay, let's go a different direction. Cool, change it up a little bit less dark. Aww. <laughs> Appearing in more than two dozen different game shows, what was the name of the primary game show host on Sesame Street? Oh, hey. Devo having young kids at one point. Yay. Probably, yeah. He's probably Yay. watched Sesame Street more recently than yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm locked in. Uh, uh, <laughs> and it's one of those, if you can't think about it, you know it. Uh, I know you know it. Uh, mm. This is a great question, by the way. I love it. 
Hey, Davo, you still got those shoes on that you used to kick yourself earlier? <laughs> I do, actually. Hobnails and all. I was about to say, what size are they? Uh, they're, they're, I have small feet, eight and a half. I can't wear those. Squeeze into them because you'll yeah, want to kick I yourself. I really want to. I'm locked in with the wrong answer, but Davo? I'd like to see where this goes. Guy Smiley. Kels? I wrote the count. Uh, it was Guy Smiley. Man, I can see him now. With his little blue suit? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim Henson hated doing that (laughs) character because he was so, well, kind of like Dave. (laughs) Wow. It it hurt his throat to have to to be that effusive. Wow. So for no no bonus points, Dave, do you know what uh, Guy Smiley's real name was? I do not. In one of the sketches, he he did a sketch called Beat the Time. And the contestant was Count Von Count. Uh, when Count Von Count introduced himself, he did so in his traditional way. He said, they call me the Count because I love to count things. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of did that laugh that he does. Uh, 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 uh. Guy responded with, well, I'm Guy Smiley. They call me Guy Smiley because I changed my name from Bernie Lederkrantz. <laughs> His real name was Bernie Lederkrantz. I'll never forget that now. That's kind of hard, too. Bernie Lederkrantz. Did either of you guys watch Friends much? Yes. Nah, my uh, girlfriend's a huge fan. Kels, this might be, hey, you think? Might be bad. <laughs> In season eight of Friends, Joey auditions for a game show, which he summarizes as, he's summarizing the rules here. He says, you spin the wheel of mayhem to go up the ladder of chance. You go past the mud hut through the rainbow ring to get to the golden monkey. You yank his tail and boom, you're in Paradise Pond. What is the name of that game show? Can I call a lifeline? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, oh, that was so funny. (laughs) Oh, I bet she'd know. I, it was, it was oh, she knows. It's like, the second you, it's one of those kind of things like Guy Smiley. You either know it or you don't. And you, when you hear it, you're like, oh my God, I remember that. Ugh. I'm just going to guess. Please don't be mad at me, Bree. <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well with an utter and total guess, but I'm going to kick myself when I hear it. I just went with Tower of Doom. Tavo? I went with Tsunami because it sounds cool. Bamboozled. Bamboozled! Best game show ever. Dang it. (laughs) You know, in researching that, it looks like there's a on the for a there's a there's a home game. An iPhone app (laughs) called Bamboozled. Yeah, there's a basically a friend's trivia game. Yeah. There's a home game. Show them what they want. You want to know some scores? Let's tell, tell me some scores. Well, I gained a little ground in that one. Thank you, Stephen King. 90 to 70? 90 to 70. Yeah. Math. Okay. I managed to work in a sports episode, or sports category here. Yay! For us? Just for you guys. Man, I knew you loved us, Neil. Question one in sports game shows. Okay. Dan Patrick. Hosted a sports-themed version of what game show from ni- from 2014 to 2016? Locked in. My answer to this was, I've heard of Dan Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locked in as well. Kells? Jeopardy. Devo? Jeopardy. Correct answer is Jeopardy Sports. 
Come on, Devo, you gotta you gotta flub one of these. We gotta make it tight. That's what the, that's what the listeners want. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know that listeners don't 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 take offense. <laughs> you might like blowouts. I don't personally, unless I'm on the winning end. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I had a recent episode where I didn't mind a blowout that much. <laughs> Question Man, two. Salt. This celebrity slash sports slash game show mashup aired semi-annually in TV specials from the mid seventies through the mid eighties. For uh, name the show, and for two bonus points, can you name the primary host slash announcer for the shows? Can you, can I get the question again? Because I feel like yeah, it's yeah. this celebrity slash sports slash game show mashup aired semi-annual TV specials from the mid-70s through the mid-80s. And for two bonus points, name the primary host or announcer for the shows. I think I think he did all but one show. I'm locked in. I felt really confident about this when you first said it. Now it's not so much. Because I feel like it doesn't fit the... You said mid seventies to mid eighties. Mid seventies to mid eighties, yeah. It doesn't it was seem about nine seasons, but they only did one or two shows a year. They were specials. They weren't. It wasn't like a series. Dave, are you locked in, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, of course you are. I guess it, I. This is such an iconic thing for me, but I was like a kid when these were coming out. Kells wasn't born. No, he was. With, he was not even a zygote. News came out, <laughs> so I don't. I don't even know if that exists as a thing anymore, like, like a meme. I I think it doesn't, but it's it's something that I remember watching when I was a wee wee lad. I'm gonna take a shot in the dark just off of something I've heard before and never knew what it was. And I am locked in. Kels, what do you have? I just wrote down Battle of the Network Stars. Did you guess the uh, the host? Um, I didn't. You wanna, well, can I you give, can one I give it a shot? Yeah, go can ahead. Can I go with Bob Eubanks? Okay. I just you love Bob Eubanks. I like the name. It's <laughs> eventually fantastic. in a game show episode. <laughs> it's it's got to be a there. Bob Eubanks, it's right? Be Bob Eubanks. I also wrote down Battle of the Network Stars. Yeah. And the host that I put on there was Howard Cosell. It this was is the, Howard Cosell. It was the Battle of the Network Stars, and it was hosted almost every time by Howard Cosell. Yeah. Man. So 12 for Dave and 10 for Kells. Man. Question three. There was a 1960 competition show which pitted the best Major League Baseball hitters of the era against each other. Name the show, and for one point each, Name the five contestants that are still alive as of today. You said the 60s, right? 1960. 1960. 6-0. 6-0, 1960. Ooh, Lord. I think it was filmed in, I think it was filmed in December of 59. They filmed all the episodes together and it was aired, uh, this started airing in 1960 if I remember right. I know nothing about this, but... That's all. They were all sluggers. They were all baseball hitters. I remember watching this in reruns at one point.
five sluggers. There were about still alive. There were about nineteen different players on, mm-hmm. and there are five of those guys are still alive. Four of them were Hall of Famers. Four of the five were Hall of Famers. So there's up to five bonus points available here if you could name all five of those guys. Living. Living. I'm locked in this this uh I'm thinking sixties baseball. I'm drawing a blank. I got two names so far. I got three. I'm I, I couldn't think of anybody else who would be alive. Um all the guys I was thinking of died. Yeah, I had a lot of those rest in my mind. Yeah. Um, I'm locked in. I'm pretty sure two of the four names I have probably dead, but I'm, I'm locked in with an answer. Okay. Davo, you locked in first. What do you got for the game show? The game show, I don't know the answer. I've never heard of this, honestly, Maybe. but I wrote Hitter's Delight. Okay. Because that sounds fun. <laughs> I like that. Sure. <laughs> uh, the game, I went with Rod Carew. I went with Al Kaline mm. and Hank Aaron. Okay. Those are the only three I could think of that might still be alive. Cool. I went with um, Home Run King and Willie Mays, Hank Aaron. I wrote um, Harmon Killebrew. But I, he just sounds like he's been dead for a long time. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> How many Harmons do you know? Exactly. He sounds like he's dead. <laughs> And uh, Frank Robinson. Okay. That's really interesting. All right. Kells, you were so close. And they repurposed the name. Is it Home Run Derby? It is Home Run Derby. <laughs> I was writing that down. Oh, my. I wrote that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's where they got the name. Uh, Are you, oh. they, got, they got the actual Home Run Derby from this TV show. I am so sorry I about the name. They from, did. Wow. Yeah. I am so sorry if I blew out the mic, but that genuinely <laughs> pisses me off. <laughs> oh. Well, it's worse to be close and just, but you wrote it down. I, I, I wrote it and erased it. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. So for the, for the players, Ugh. between you, you got four of them. Really? You missed the non-Hall of Famer, which I don't think is that surprising, Rocky Colavito. Ooh, I've, Whoa! Does that ring a bell? Uh, no, no, not, no? Not, no, not any over here. <laughs> okay, the correct answers were Rocky Colavito, Hank Aaron, Al Kaline, Willie Mays, and Frank Robinson. Oh, we each got two. Got two. I thought Frank Robinson was dead. Uh, not oh, as you, a, not according to his Wikipedia page. I'll tell you that. Oh, you said Hank Aaron, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Al Kaline, Frank Robinson. So I got, yeah, I got three, and you got. Which three did you get? You got Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and, and Frank, Frank Robinson. Robinson. I don't, I, but Frank Robinson is dead. No, he's not. <laughs> I really want him to be. Sorry, Mr. Robinson. That's horrible. <laughs> Sorry. I look, look. I, I laughed really loud. <laughs> I didn't put him down because I thought he was dead. He has disappointed me again. So you're trying to kill him like you do Fast Five Freddy? Yeah, Fat Five <laughs> Freddy. Fat Five Freddy is dead. No, he's not. He sh- well, <laughs> he's alive and well. Him and Frank Robinson are probably having. They them. are. They hang out. <laughs> They're sharing a cheese. A barbecue. Sharing a cheesecake right now. Mm. So, in, in case you're interested, uh, the other uh, other players for that for that, that show Can included. Yeah. Um. Well, Mr. I, Lister. Let's get a list. I, I got. Was Mickey Mantle a part of it? Mickey Mantle was. Uh, yes. Was Roger Maris involved? 
Roger Maris. Did he just had that one year. He had one good did? year. Yeah, I don't see Maris so on just, here. Okay, well, I'm done. So. <laughs> you got anybody? Gus Triandos from the Orioles. Wow, I've heard Ooh. that name. Dick Stewart, Pittsburgh. Was, was Willie McCovey a part of it? Uh, Stretch. No, I don't see him. Okay, well, I, I'm, I'm out. Um, from the Los Angeles Dodgers, Duke Snyder. Duke Snyder, Duke that's Snyder. a good choice. Yeah. You got uh, Frank Robinson from the Reds. Philadelphia Phillies had Wally Post. Okay. Willie Mays from the Giants. Uh, the Braves. Uh, had Eddie Matthews. Eddie Matthews. Yeah. Was Rocky Calavito a uh, Red Sox? Indian. Indian, okay. Um, well, he might have played. They, they've got Indians here, so mm-hmm. that's when he was where he was at the time, I guess. Uh, so Mickey Mantle with the Yankees, Jim Lemon from the Washington Senators, Harmon Killebrew from the Washington Senators, Al Kaling from the Tigers, Jackie Jensen, Red Sox. Okay. Gil Hodges, uh, Dodgers. Rocky Colavito Indians, Bob Serve from the Athletics of Kansas City, Ken Boyer from the St. Louis Cardinals, Ernie Banks. Ernie Banks. Ernie Banks. You heard of him? Yeah. Yes, Mr. Cub. Mr. Cub. Bob Allison. And the overall winner with a record of 6-1 to one on the Home Run Derby was uh, Hank Aaron. In no there. surprise there. Yes. <laughs> Second place was Mickey Mantle. Third was Willie Mays. That sounds pretty... Um, That's intense. Is that the order that they fall? No, nah, it's not the order that they fall in all-time home runs. I want to say no. Mays wound up with more than Mantle. I'm not sure how this is. I think this is ordered alphabetically by player name. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool, though. Very. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a fun show because in between the... Uh, whoever It was basically a head-to-head, and uh, the player that wasn't batting would sit down and talk with the announcer, and they would talk about batting style and the 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 wikipedia page had an interesting note that a lot of these players were using uh were wearing golf gloves while they were batting even though that wasn't the batting glove wasn't really a thing back then right yeah but for some reason they were all wearing them during the home run derby so i don't i don't know what the significance of that was but it was interesting enough that whoever wrote the wikipedia article put it in there i'll leave that up to you sports guys (laughs) (laughs) anyway question four in sports what kind of sports game show question category could you have without talking about american gladiators i was waiting for american gladiators it debuted in you know what year uh 1989 damn kells how do you do that? I don't He's know, amazing. but it didn't give me any points. It did not. <laughs> okay. I could have gone with name some of the some of the gladiators on there, but I thought that would be too too easy. Dude, I drew a blank, so I'm glad you didn't. Malibu. <laughs> Nitro. Chevelle. I don't know. Gemini. I went a different route. Um, so this is kind of a, a nugget. They had a lot of different several different sports-related special episodes, including a pro football episode and gold medalists, and they had a USC versus Notre Dame episode. What I really am interested here in is I want you to tell me who were the original two hosts on season one. I got some clues for you. Thank God. (laughs) Both were former NFL players. One went on to report for ESPN and spent a brief stint as an error-prone reporter 
for WWE's Raw and ECW, and I believe he was a general manager of Raw at some point. The other was a longtime color commentator on ESPN's Sunday Night Football for 15 years or something like that. He was on Sunday Night Football. Mm. I had an extra clue for him, but uh, what was the, the the clue for the first guy? I, I got one in the in the can. I, I'm not sure about the second guy. The first one yes. was um, he went on to report for ESPN and spent a brief stint as an error prone reporter and uh, error prone reporter for WWE's Raw and ECW. Error prone. Like made constant mistakes. Yes, I know what error prone is. <laughs> I didn't know if you were. I, just, I was <laughs> wow. <laughs> no disrespect, Dave. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm feeling it. <laughs> a little, little mansplaining going on. Wow, that was error prone. That's what people make mistakes. <laughs> wow. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Yeah, another another clue I could have given you is I've heard of both of these guys, so they're not that obscure. Uh, David, what do you got? Joe Theismann. Okay. And Steve McMichael. All right. Man, I didn't think of Steve McMichael at all. What but did you think I, of? I went with Mike Adam Lee and Howie Long. Oh. Half half points to both of you. Correct answers were Mike Adam Lee and Joe Theismann. Our powers combined. <laughs> so we each got five? You each got five. Hooray. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I assume the the error proneness was part of his shtick. Um no, he was just messing up. Was he Mike really? Adamley? Yeah. Yeah. Like he Like I mean he like like he started off by giving like naming giving someone like interviewing someone and calling him by the wrong name, right? Jeff Harvey. Yeah, that's him. Oh, that's Jeff Harvey? <laughs> yes. Holy crap. <laughs> this is Mike Adamley. Mine is five stars. <laughs> I don't know what you guys just said. <laughs> you know, in his, before he went to college, you know what his last name was? Thiesman. Thiesman. That was a very productive round for everybody. <laughs> um, Davo is in the lead with 119. Kells, 98. 98. Pretty close game. Yeah. One of the problems with the format of our game is sometimes you, you, you get very focused on a particular type of trivia question, right? Mm -hmm. Doing a show about game shows, these have all been about different kinds of game shows, so there haven't been any sports or geography kinds of questions, right? Right. right. But I kind of wanted to do that because those are my favorite kinds of questions. I'm not that good with the pop culture stuff. So I found a list of some of the million-dollar questions from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Really? I, really. <laughs> Do we get that many points if we get them right? You get 10 points if you get it right. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, and, and honestly, these I don't think are that hard. I, I knew most of these. I skipped the ones that I didn't know. Okay. So uh, assuming that... You guys are more or less on par with me on this stuff. Um, what are you trying to say, Neil? I'm saying you guys are as dumb as I am. Oh, wow. That makes me feel comfortable. <laughs> anyway, so do you want, let me ask you this though, do you want the multiple choice 
or do you want to just try to answer one of them? I have to give you the multiple choice. I I think if we're gonna do the who wants to be the millionaire thingamabob, we'll do it like we did Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, was, do okay, it. Multiple do multiple it like choice. the format. Okay, but I don't have. Uh, do we want to do lifelines? No. 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 Okay. No, so no, you, no. you just we, pick we've one exhausted our okay. lifelines. There we go. At this point. Question one. Which of the following landlocked countries is entirely contained within another country? A. Lesotho. B. Burkina Faso. C. Mongolia. Or D. Luxembourg. Locked in. Wow. <laughs> I got a lot of a lot of ground to make up. So. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to second guess myself and kick myself later. Go with your first first feeling. Oh, fine. Okay, fine. Damn it. Probably shouldn't have told him that. All right. Go with your heart. Going with <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mufasa. <laughs> you must never go there. <laughs> I'm locked in. Kills? I went with Lesotho. Devo? Uh, I went with my heart and I failed. I went with Luxembourg. Your heart failed you. Lesotho. I changed it to Lesotho, <laughs> and you talked me out of it, Simba. <laughs> Where you go, Cal? Oh man, what that was? You man, it's I just the got, player, as they say. You, oh, that I didn't know you were doing that. No, All right, it's on now. I was trying to help you. <laughs> no, the correct answer is Lesotho, and it's it, surrounded by South, South Africa. Africa. South Africa. Question two: Which insect shorted out an early supercomputer and inspired the term computer bug? A, moth, B, roach, C, fly, or D, Japanese beetle? That's a really great question. Could I get those options again, please, sir? Moth, roach, fly, or Japanese beetle? I'm locked in. I am also locked in. Devo? One with the Japanese beetle. Gals? I went with Roach. So I'm kind of a computer guy, and uh, I actually, I, I think that this is not exactly correct. The, the right answer is moth. It didn't really inspire that term. The term bug existed beforehand, but it was an example of a literal bug. Mm. But it was it's kind of a famous story done by Grace Hopper, I think. Yeah. Working in the Navy. Question three. Who did artist Grant Wood use as the model for the farmer in his classic painting, American Gothic? A, traveling salesman. B, local sheriff. C, his dentist. Or D, his butcher. Get those options one more time, please, sir. A traveling salesman, a local sheriff, his dentist, or his butcher? I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. Kels? I went with local sheriff. Devo? Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the correct answer, not the one I put. Yeah. But the correct one <laughs> right. is traveling salesman because that would be more that makes for a better tale. Okay. You know, he managed to talk this guy into sitting for a portrait. Or standing at, in or standing, what, whatever, to 
you know, as he's going through town and maybe paid him a few bucks that worked like a sale. But I think I went with his dentist because that dude looks like a dentist. <laughs> the correct answer is his dentist. Yes. Nice. Just evokes dentistry. <laughs> See him in a small town <laughs> sheriff. I have to relook at that picture and see if I get you if you get mind. dentist off of that. Oh, totally. In the children's book series, where is Paddington Bear originally from? Oh, oh wow. The answers are A, India, B, Canada, C, Peru, or D, Iceland. Wow. What were those again? I'm locked in. India, Canada, Peru, or Iceland? Also locked in. Devo? I'm going to break this one down for y'all. Okay. I felt like there were only two possible answers to this question. Mm-hmm. It's Paddington Bear is in England. Paddington Station is Ooh. British. Mm-hmm. The that in- wasn't one of the choices. I'm, I'm, working, I'm working the magic here. Your two big bear areas to me off of this are India and Canada. India is home to the sun bear, the inspiration for Baloo in Jungle Book, but the sun bear is black. So I went with Canada, home of brown bears. Ha ha. You nice. went that long distance really short in, your, in a very short period of time in your mind. I appreciate that. Thank you. How far did you go in your mind, Cal? I just said India. (laughs) (laughs) Paddington Bear came from the darkest parts of Peru. Because why? Because that was in the book. (laughs) Well, that guy's a jerk. Wow. Wow. (sighs) He was found in Paddington Station, which is how he got his name. Well played, though, David. I like I, I like that logic. Thank you. But I should have remembered it's a children's book, and they make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bear wearing galoshes. Yeah. Why well, was a cat in a hat? All right. That's the last question of the game, apart from our super mega whatever question. <laughs> so what are our scores, Dave? I have 129. Kells has 108. Hmm. Anyone's game. Still a tight one. Our final question is game show Emmys. If, oh boy. Sorry, our final category is game show Emmys. Make your wagers on how much you know about game show Emmys. I'm locked in with a wager. Same here. Jeopardy, as we discussed in one of our earlier questions, has won a bunch of Emmys. Mm-hmm. They won more than anyone else has. But that's that includes all categories, including host. Um, I have a list of all of the game shows that have been nominated for a Best Game Show Daytime Emmy since mm-hmm. 1974. Not including Jeopardy, because we already know about that one. Name uh, 10 of them, and you gotta, you got to get seven of them right. Now, you gave us two of them in the earlier question with the very first nominees. Do you remember them? Yes. Because I do, too. 
Okay. Well, in that case, that's all right. There's 12 on my list total. There's 12 that have won or, or have been nominated. Okay. Um, but go ahead and throw those in as two freebies. You still get. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> still got. I'm not sure either. I'm not sure you're going to get it. I'm not sure I, either. I think our final format is a, is a little challenging sometimes. It but. can be, but that's what this is for. We got to dig deep. Pick ten, and you need seven right, including the two if you remembered them from earlier. Okay. I'd forgotten that I did that when I wrote this question. Pencil down, locked in. Ooh. Um, hopefully a seven in here, but I am also locked in. Dave, um, tell me what your answers are, and then I'll go through the list, and you count up how many you got right. Okay, my answers. Password, tic-tac-toe, Price is Right, Joker's Wild, $20,000 Pyramid, Press Your Luck, Concentration, Pitfall, Hollywood Squares, and match game. Is that 10? It's a solid list. Yes. Okay. I, love, I love pressure luck. Yeah, that was great. I was tempted to write that. One of the categories I was going to work on was uh, gaming the system. Oh, that is the ultimate example of gaming the system. Yes. I love that show. I'll tell you about it if you care later. But Kels, what did you get? All right. Ooh, I already feel bad about one of them. Uh, Will of Fortune, Password, $20,000 Pyramid, Family Feud, Price is Right, Hollywood Squares, 21, Match Game, One Loser Draw, Supermarket Sweep. Oh, man. All right. I totally forgot about Wheel of Fortune. I mean, but it's is it, it's still daytime, I guess. Yeah. I, it, I totally forgot about Wheel of Fortune. Okay. Here's the answers. You guys keep track of your own because I didn't write them down. Okay. okay. With two nominations each, Match Game and the Password Franchise. Okay. Did you each get those? I got yeah. Match Game and Password. Yeah, I got Match. Okay. I got them both. Uh, with three nominations, Win, Lose, or Draw. Dang it. That was my wild card. Literally. <laughs> there were two two shows tied with eight nominations. You, neither one of you got them. Uh, win Ben Stein's Money. I don't, I don't like that show. And Cash Cab. Oh, I love Cash oh, Cab. I love Cash Cab. That's a good show. So when you were asking your question earlier about daytime versus nighttime, yeah. I was a little hesitant because with 11 nominations, you've got Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Because they they definitely have daytime shows. I they did a sp- kind of nighttime shows, too. I thought about writing I, them down, but I was a little hesitant. I was like, I've only seen Who Wants to Be a Millionaire at night. Uh in uh what's this sixth place with 13 nominations hollywood squares yay 16 nominations a piece you've got let's make a deal mm. i don't think either of you got that one that and one. uh pyramid which includes all the flavors of pyramid because there's yeah. been like 20 different flavors of pyramid <laughs> inflation is a thing <laughs> uh I don't, did either of you get number four which was with 17 nominations family feud i did Good. He got Family Feud. Um, with 19 nominations, Wheel of Fortune. Ugh. Those are the two I really regret. because uh, I Family Feud is a name. And Wheel of Fortune I never think of as a game show. I just don't. Although it is. It is. Uh, 
second place. We already know that first place was Jeopardy. It had 36 nominations for best show. Mm-hmm. 35 nominations of Price is Right, which you both should have gotten yeah. since I gave you the answer earlier. No Tic Tac. No Joker's Wild. No Press Your Luck. Come on. I got eight. I got five because, dang it. I didn't wager. Congra- congratulations. Well, thank you. Well, I don't know if I wagered Let's, let's see what the wagers are. I wagered a big fat zero, so right. you have to beat me. Yeah, I didn't. What does he need to be? He needs 21 to tie, 22 to win. I wagered eight. Oh, Kels. Oh, Kels. Dude, the question I did not feel. I figured he thought I might try to outrun him and wager something. But, he, yeah, he played it safe. Final scores. Devo is victorious with 129. 116. Kells with 116. Close game. I love the category. That was a good really one. Really good. Really good one. Thanks, Jeff. Anybody else have uh, any interesting categories they think we should do? Send us an email or... Absolutely. Where can they send that email? Well, we each have our own email account. You've got Kells at BrainLittle.com. Devo at uh, BrainLittle.com. That's D-A-V-O. And uh, Neil at BrainLittle.com. You can also send it to us on Twitter at LittleBrain. Why is that again? Because I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. We're LittleBrain. And uh, we have a Facebook page where we would love to start a thriving BrainLittle trivia community thank you very much for listening we really appreciate it be sure to review the show subscribe to the show like the show be one with the show it's about the show give us all those stars all right so this has been davo and neil and kales look at that (laughs) signing off and don't forget to spay and neuter your pets (laughs) (laughs) The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, all rights reserved.